Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I am Nick Collier. I'm here with Jerry Johnson, a.k.a. Monza from Street Outlaws. From the 405, we are here in his secret dungeon lair somewhere in Oklahoma. Um, in Tornado Alley. It sounds like we might have some weather moving in outside. And his, his help jinxed us. He mentioned tornadoes earlier, and now we got like dark clouds and thunder. Yeah, it's getting it's getting rough out there looking. Thanks a lot, Justin. Camera dude's fault. Yep, Justin. I brought Justin with me, and he is now called in the storms. So we really appreciate that. <laughs> you could call it, it's turkey season. Could you have called in a turkey and like not a storm? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so anyway, we're here in Oklahoma, and Jerry has been nice enough to let us come hang out and take pictures and videos of the car, and we did some cool stuff with some guns and knives. So you'll probably see that on the social medias here before long. So we thank you. Uh, how you doing? Doing good. Doing glad, good. To, glad to have you all here. It's a long drive. You're a long ways from home. I am. It was about uh, about 13 hours. Come to God's country. That's right. I like it out here, man. I think it's beautiful out here. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Kentucky's more it's beautiful. Real it's real similar, uh, except for the flatness. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a little flatter here than, than it is back home. But that's all right. Y'all got big deer here too, don't you? We got big deer. There's 180, 200 inch deer here. A lot up northwestern Oklahoma. Not so much around here. Yeah. I got some 150, 160 inch deer that run around back behind our property here. So, right. we got good deer. Yeah, good deer. I mean, that's that's us. We're we're 150, 160. You know, around our property, and it's about the same. You don't see a whole lot of giant monsters. Most of those are in western Kentucky. Anytime you see a 150-inch deer and he don't get your heart pumping, you need to give deer hunting That's up. right. Stop. Just give it up. It's over. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'd, I'd love to have 150. I'm still trying to get one. I'm, I got probably one. I got one that scores two 14 and four eights in there, but he was shot at a hunting ranch. Oh, yeah. But I got one that's probably mid-140s that I've killed two years ago here. Yeah. is that now where you within close here or were you uh, somewhere else be southwestern oklahoma greer county mangum oklahoma i have a 580 acre lease out there i lease every year oh okay so, uh, he come from there okay yeah hunting leases are are, are are very popular they're a must anymore i mean unless you want to hunt public hunting land and then opening morning it looks like a pumpkin patch yeah you see that orange everywhere i'm not into getting shot yeah me either we went to one of the one of course we go out to colorado and hunt every year one year we said well we hadn't done any good on the the guide land so we said let's go up here to black mountain son it looked like like you said a pumpkin patch you just you couldn't go in like you go to sit down you look over and there's a guy sitting there i actually put in for a colorado whitetail tag last weekend oh did you um i met some people up there while we were filming in nebraska mm -hmm. that have thirty thousand acres so i have thirty thousand acres of private land i can hunt if i can get a tag if you can get the tag yeah, yeah. so we're gonna see what happens so whitetail or muley whitetail really see we've always done muleys up there i got one last year and actually the first year we went i got a, a muley and i've had an elk tag every year and if you're out of state you know how much uh, those tags are and out there there's 600 and i think there's 680 dollars now for an out-of-state tag and phew, i hate throwing them things in the garbage i've never elk hunted i'm too concerned about <laughs> i smoke in mountains and i don't know how that well that would go over well, let me tell you something i'm chubby and there's mountains and it sucks yeah 
Well, I was, I've raced at Bandemir, and uh, last time we were up there, you know, right there at the racetrack, there's a big cliff mountain. And Daddy Dave was jacking with me, and he said, I'll give you $100 if you can climb up that mountain to that tree right there and back. Of course, you know, I took off and run up the mountain. I got to the tree, no problem, and I realized there wasn't any air yeah. in my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> so I sat there for about 15, 20 minutes trying to catch my breath before I came back down. Yep. But I got my $100 bill. You got your $100 bill, though. That's all that matters. I did. Yeah, the uh, the air quality in Colorado is is, is tough if you're not used to it the first time i went out we stopped in blackhawk which is just outside of denver and it's way up there uh there was some casinos you know so we stopped at these casinos stayed the night and i left my wallet in my truck well to get out of the truck into the hotel was like a 20 percent grade downhill to get back to the truck was 20 percent uphill and it about killed me by the time i got back to the truck i was wheezing well, I'm 54 years old. I put on about, since this COVID, about 30 pounds and probably smoke even more. Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. My lungs are not in real good shape. Yeah. They got better this deer season. Oh, really? When I get out and, and walk a lot every day, they, yeah. they clean up and get better, but yeah. they, they probably could use a little filtering right now. Yeah. The, uh, the guide that we had that year, we had a place called High Point that first year and the other guys were on top of high point and we pulled in at the bottom and it's basically a big mountain and he said and i said what are we doing he said we're gonna go up to the top of this mountain i said on foot <laughs> he said yeah get ready and we got we were going of course you know i'd go a little ways and stop catch my breath and go a little ways and stop catch my breath and, well we get about halfway up and here comes the elk herd over the hill coming right at us I threw the rifle up, and he's hollering, no, don't shoot. There's no no legal bulls, no legal bulls, you know. So there wasn't a legal bull one in that whole thing. And then he says, eh, let's go. Turns around go back down. I said, you made me walk all the way up this mountain. I don't even get to shoot anything. Hmm. I'd have sent him up there and said, if there's something up there I need to shoot, you holler, I'll, I'll come. <laughs> Send me a message. <laughs> yeah, text me. <laughs> yeah, that was that was rough. But that after that, I started walking before I went for about – you know a month or two beforehand just to well i got five acres here i walk the perimeter of it every night with my dog so i'm working yeah, so there on, you go see i'm that's, getting in shape that's, that's damn exercise what that is well uh tell me where the name monza came from because i don't know that uh that everybody on our end would know that i think it was about 2006 i bought a little monza rolling chassis from one of my relatives <laughs> my boy had just turned 13 so I decided I was going to get him into cars at 13 so he didn't do some of the stupid shit I'd done when I was younger. So right. I, I bought the rolling chassis. We built a Monza. Uh, long story short, we started racing it on the street here in Oklahoma City. Uh, for There was a website called Midwest Street Cars, which mm -hmm. is where the whole show came from. Right. Anyway, we started street racing it on Midwest Street Cars. Well, we would all meet up on 39th at night at Sonic with our cars, mm -hmm. and Sean Ellington, murder, a.k.a. Murder Noah, would come up there. He'd come up there one night after the U UFC fight, and he was pretty well lit. Mm -hmm. And he walked up to me, and he couldn't remember my name, so he said, Hey, Monza, what's up? And, and from that night on, the name stuck. Everybody's called me. Of course, on my screen name, at Midwest Streetcars was Monzilla. Oh, okay. So it kind of 
kind of was from that point and then him calling me Monza that night, it just kind of stuck and I've been Monza ever since. Been Monza ever since. Yep. Even though you're running a Camaro. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that counts. I mean, I don't know. They, they wouldn't sound right if they called me Camaro, would it? Yeah. Well, I'd say somebody, you know, somebody else probably has that name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I'm good with it. I yeah. mean, most people don't know my real name, so. Well, yeah. When, the, when Ricky said, hey, man, I talked to Jerry and I said, Who's Jerry? He goes, Monza. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, when I call somebody like looking for parts, I'll say, hey, this is Jerry Johnston. They're like, who? Monza from Street Outlaws. Oh, hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. That's the same. I was telling you the same circle of guys. You know, we had KY Horsepower was our forum back in the day. And, of course, now a lot of these, those guys are married with kids and don't race anymore. But we used to go down. and Our track was Clay City. It was local there. I think I've run at that track. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah well, it's it's even nicer than it used to be. Mm-hmm. We got I think we've done an appearance there. Did you? Well, good. That, that's a good track. And there's good people down there that run it, too. The guy that runs it's a real nice guy. It's a family thing, you know, mm-hmm. him and his wife. But uh, my screen name was SVT because I had a Cobra and then AR-15. So everybody just called me AR-15. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Nick from Double Star stuck after Ricky said, Hey, you're Nick from Double Star. <laughs> so, yeah. Funny how you get them nicknames it's, sometimes. Yeah. Depending on what crowd you're in, who you're running with. I've been called a hell of a lot worse than Monza. Hey, hey, yep, me too. Me too. Um, so, how did so how did the Street Outlaws thing come along? When You, you, you gave me a little bit of it earlier, but I think, I think it's pretty interesting. Like I said, we had a we had a website local website here it was called midwest street cars chief actually owned it and ran it and we had a top 10 list we would race on and by the way we were number one numerous times with a monza but anyway videos would get filmed it would end up on youtube and apparently pilgrim studios or discovery had seen us on youtube and approached us on that website approached chief Mm -hmm wanting to come do some filming do a what they call a trailer right and this went on for probably five or six months he kept thinking it was cops and Mm -hmm. this and that seemed like a setup we would give him shit on there tell him smells like bacon and this and that because we (laughs) thought it was we thought it was they were trying to get us in trouble right and eventually they showed up here in oklahoma city and I guess went to his door, knocked on the door, and at that point he finally figured out it was the real deal. They were wanting to film it. Yeah. And they filmed a trailer, and it went off from there. And actually when the show started, they interviewed like 10 of us. Me, Doc, and Dominator, they said we were all were no good for TV, and they didn't want us. So oh, when yeah. we originally got on the show, we got on there and raced for free for several years too. Just to be a part of it. Just to be a part of it, to get our name out there and prove that we belong there and to show them that we could be TV people. Right. Huh. So, so they, they weren't even going to let you race. So while everybody else was getting rich, we was going broke trying to keep our cars running and doing it for free. Oh, man. That's tough. Yeah, it was tough. But now they're helping out? They help a lot. I mean, we probably – I'm not going to get into what No, you don't make, have to. You don't have but to. But I'm sure we don't make – what all the originals make right i got you i understand 
Well, as long as it's something, though, right? And, and you're having a good time doing it, and it's helping maybe on the back end. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have things now we never had before, and we dang sure got a lot nicer, faster car. So tell us about the car. Uh, the car is a 1972 Camaro Rally Sport, true Rally Sport. Um, Dominator actually owned this car before me. We drug it out from under his lean-to. It was a clean, no-rust, true 72 split bumper, mm-hmm. and we took it straight to the chassis shop, hacked it all up, and turned it into a race car. Yeah. <laughs> you said this thing's putting out close to 5,000 horsepower? It is capable of that with a pair of 106s on it. I've seen Fuel Tech and ProLine videos where they made that kind of power with it. Um, we had it on the dyno back with the Stage 2 motor, and at 24 pounds of boost, it maxed out a 2,000 horsepower dyno. Now, it's never been back on the dyno. It will make north of 3,500, 4,000 easy with the, with the turbos we have on it. Wow. How do you hold on to 4,000 horsepower? You don't hold on to it. You just let it pin you back in the seat, and you're along for the ride. You just try to corral it down through there and keep it going straight. Right. Wow. I can't imagine. That's just – I've never been in a car with – more than a thousand horsepower so i mean we got a little pickup i got a regular cab short bed pickup up there 01 chevy with twin turbos on it that makes a thousand rear wheel horsepower the white truck there yeah yeah i saw the video on that when you got that that's crazy so i'm thinking you know i see your video with a chevrolet pickup truck with a thousand horsepower and i just bought a chevrolet pickup truck and i'm thinking we should do that turbos make a lot of power and and they're they're very streetable yeah but first thing you would do would be void your warranty yeah yeah well i didn't mean today we would add that on maybe post one hundred thousand miles or whenever that warranty there you go there you go yeah sounds like that weather's still rolling in justin i don't hear no turkeys gobbling all i hear is thunder that's it (laughs) so tell us how you ended up hanging out or letting us hang out with you how did you end up with Double Star? I don't know, this is, what, three, four, five years ago, I got a message one night on Facebook from a Ricky Daniel Hunt uh-huh. asking me if I would be interested in meeting you guys and maybe doing some advertising for y'all and representing y'all for a, for a gun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, heck yeah, I'm, I like guns. Yeah. So we talked a little bit, and then he kind of set the whole deal up. And then one year after PRI, we left PRI and drove to Double Star and right. met everybody. Right. And at that point, y'all already had me a gun built. Yeah. And we just we kind of hit it off then. I got to talking to the owner, and before I knew it, he was he was on board to help sponsor the car a little bit. I was getting all kinds of cool goodies, getting help. So I've been doing what I could to represent and help y'all promote and get your product out there. Well, we appreciate that. Been good for both of us. That's right. It's not bad at all. I was telling telling you the 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 day the episode aired and you was wearing that hoodie, son. It it just people were blowing my phone up talking about it. Okay, but we didn't film a whole lot last year, but I know every every interview I did was done in this double star hoodie so it it got aired i know six or seven times yeah i've seen it yep we didn't film a lot but i did everything i could to to get the hoodie out there yeah we appreciate it 
Well, this is awesome. I mean, just being able to come out here and hang out has been really cool. And, and to get to know you a little better, you know. I, I know we've talked just a little bit, but we've enjoyed the heck out of it. Well, next November you'll get to know me better. I'm going hunting with you. That's right. We, so we're talking about the uh, the fall Monza comes to, to hunt with Nick, so that'll be fun. And you can come hunt here. Like I said, I got a 580-acre lease, and I'm the only one that hunts it. You the only one? I'd have to bring my father in Monza, all right? And um, Oklahoma tags buy right over the counter. Oh, yeah? You can kill six deer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll have to, we'll have to work on those dates and figure that out. That'll be a good time. Yep. All right. That sounds good. Well, is there anything else you want to add? We've got about... 20, 19, 20 minutes here of a, of a podcast. Is there anything you want to say? You want to tell the people to come out and watch? Or you said you now street, uh, I'm sorry, the No Prep Kings. is it, Those are public events, right? Correct. No Prep Kings is public events. I don't have anything confirmed on dates other than I'm about 90% sure they will all happen this year. Right. It's just going to start later in the year. Uh, first of all, we're going to film Street Outlaws, then we're going to roll into No Prep Kings, and then whatever we didn't get finished will get finished after No Prep Kings. So there's a lot of filming scheduled for this year. We'll see if we get it all done. We'll see if the Rona holds off. See if we can get this black car back up to the top of that list. That's what we're trying to do, isn't it? Yes, it is. I spent enough money to get it there. Now if I can do my part setting in it, we'll be good. That's it, huh? Well, it's a beautiful car. I'm 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 just blown away by it. In person, I mean, of course, you see them on TV, and yeah, those are cool. But to see them in person is, is something else. We we try way too hard to keep this car way too nice for a race car, and it's about to catch up with me. I told Brandon earlier in the week, um, we'll never paint this car again. From now on, we're just gonna wrap it, and if the wrap gets bad, we'll peel it off and put another one on it. It's just too much work yeah. to try to keep it nice like that. Yeah. Well, especially black. Yeah, black and so shiny and and the flame, man, the, the flames on there are just, just sick. I, it's just effort and time I could be putting elsewhere and right. not trying to keep it clean and nice looking all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm getting too old. It. I got to start managing where I put my energy better. There you go. <laughs> right, I hear you. The time, time is a precious thing. People don't realize, but it is. You will start realizing that when you get older. Yeah. Well, buddy, we appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to get out of your hair and let you eat dinner. I'm glad you all came up. You're welcome anytime. Well, thank you. You, you are the same, and we'll, we'll set up the hunt make sure we get you down there this year. We get out on the road, some no preps, and we get close. We'll, we'll come by and hang out. Yeah. Well, let us know because we'll, we'll definitely come up and watch. Uh, okay. I'm going to come watch the watch race. Yeah. All you got to do is let me know which one you're coming to, and I'll get you in. You Get your pit pass. All right. Sounds good. Y'all heard it. We'll be out there this year. We'll see you.